Hi, it's Larry here of Xbox's Major Nelson. Welcome to the Xbox Podcast. Another week, uh, we are officially in the Northern Hemisphere, out of summer and into uh, autumn. Hello, gang. <laughs> There's your your science <laughs> update, Mister Wizard. Well, yes, I was happy well, autumn. Happy, yeah, happy autumn. And then down, of course, in the Southern Hemisphere, y'all are going into spring. So it's uh, it's it's the way it works, Jeff. It's uh, the circle of life. <laughs> but Simba. we're. We're in autumn, and autumn is one of my favorite times of the year, at least in New York City, where you are, Rebecca. So it's hopefully you're going to have a good time out there. Yeah, love spooky season. Don't love the cold weather, but everything pumpkin, caramel, whiskey. Whiskey goes with those things, right? <laughs> Do they have like pumpkin spice whiskey? I have to, right? I, Someone I has to have it. done that. If not, it's a good idea. Uh, scary uh, movies, it, scary games. Well, maybe not scary games. <laughs> well, you know, fall in fall in New York actually leads to uh, again. I remember Jeff and I we would go to New York for when we would do events. Remember, we went up to the top of the the One World Trade, and we had a great. Time. Remember that clear, crystal clear day that we were up there? It was amazing. But more importantly, you know, you're going to see for the first time, Rebecca, the Christmas tree going up at Rockefeller Center, which is a very special moment. Oh, for you does so, that happen in autumn? Uh, well, officially, <laughs> because it happens like right around Thanksgiving, so or th- right the first week. So yes, but it feels more Christmassy, wintry. Jeff, here's the part they don't tell you about, which is the fall is also allergy season. And I've been living on the West Coast now for a while. I've kind of almost forgotten I have allergies. You get off the plane within 20 minutes. I'm like, what? Well, I'm like just crying, you know, uh, just because it's just involuntary crying, you know, onion style. But um, yeah, it's like oh. I forgot I'm allergic to everything on the East Coast. And so get ready get ready for that with your first fall. You never know what you're allergic to until you've been to like some other places. So let me just tell you. Great. She'll be fine. All right. Stay away from Allergies, ragweed. Christmas I don't know tree what lighting. Is, anything else to look awful. out for? What if you were allergic to the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree? That would be, no, uh, be Larry tragic. Would, it would be, be very tragic. upset. Yes. Uh, all right. We're going to get gonna, it from a distance. We're going to talk about video games, Xbox with video games. We have a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, stuff to play some news this week um you know i did jeff you did the amazing interview last week with uh with johnny and johnny galvatron and he was everybody loved that and it was and and it was a lot of fun I and, I, that. and i know that you finished artful escape rebecca have you played it yet Mm-mm, i haven't it is i finished it over the weekend and i was texting jeff and he and i were playing and it was like i was telling you know playing something else i was telling about it it was it was quite the experience. Uh, it's Is it a game? Yes. Is it something more than that? Yes. Should you play it because it's in Game Pass, because it's an amazing game? Yes. That's all I'll say. I think we're going to see it all show right, up well. on the end of year, you know, some some game of the year list. So, And it doesn't take up too much of your time. It gets out of the way once it's done. It's like a double album. Yeah. So, so And then when that's done, you uh, you just think about it. And if you know, have you ever seen like, have you ever seen like the Yellow Submarine? You know that uh, the movie from the Beatles. Anybody? No. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I think Uh, I've heard of it. I don't know. (laughs) Well, that you probably heard of it. Anyway, it's it's very it's it's also it's a very psychedelic experience, and that's what this game this game like goes beyond that in so many ways because it really uses the interactivity of the controller and and anyway, so it's it's it, it is a the artful escape. Check it out, and also go back last week if you missed it, and check out Jeff's interview with Johnny. So that's 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 what I finished. And look week. for the Yellow Submarine on a streaming service near you. <laughs> All right, let me let me rephrase it, uh, Rebecca. How you doing in Psychonauts? Uh, I've given up on it temporarily. Oh, okay, so it's on hold. Yeah, Rebecca's no, been I went traveling to... for the last week. That's right. I yeah, forgot. Sorry. I go forgot. on. Sorry. Yeah, I have been traveling. Um, no, I after I got back, like I just went back to my Minecraft world. Um, okay. I just need something a little bit peaceful um yeah and plus now oh sorry no no i was gonna say the reason i brought up psychonauts is because there's that level in psychonauts which is very psychedelic and Mm. there's a whole section of it i don't want to give too much away but it's 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 way beyond what that is so anyway artful escape sorry sorry rebecca go ahead how far how far into the game is it because i would like to see that level but i haven't gotten super far yet jeff how how i would say uh quarter of the way five hours yeah yeah quarter to a third of the way through it's definitely the biggest level in the game and you will know it when you're there like, <laughs> you will know it like, yeah. you don't have to be okay, like is this it? it am i feeling it no no you'll know yeah am i feeling it <laughs> you'll, you'll okay feel it. great you'll feel it. so yeah so you haven't had a lot of time to play to play games 
is what you tell me, Rebecca. No, not really. Okay, no, but not. this weekend, I really do want to try Sable. Um, so Sable, uh, I had the interview last week with Greg from Shedworks. Yep. Uh, that one looks really cool and a little bit more my pace these days. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to try it. I, I think I think you want to get into it because, you know, you like the Star Wars speeder bike angle. <laughs> that is fair. Fine, uh, which is perfectly fine. So. Yeah, it's, I mean, not, I guess it's not the speeder bikes, but like one of my favorite games growing up was the, uh, gosh, what are those things? The pod racers. The I knew you were going to say it. Nintendo 64. <laughs> I love that one. Um, so yeah, it does, it does look really cool. Like I like all the customization options, the masks, like the story, like it all seems pretty neat. So yeah, I definitely want to try that out this week. And weekend. that's out, that's out this week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it comes out, out on Thursday. Yep, so check that out. So by the time this show airs, it will be available. Uh, Jeff, what are you playing, by the way? Uh, and so don't say Yakuza. I haven't started. I have not started uh, Lost Judgment yet, although that will be that will be this weekend comes out uh, on the 27th, I want to say, so next week. I got full all in. I ended up picking up Deathloop from our, our good friends Arcane. Oh, yeah. Um, on I picked it up on Steam, uh, and I played nothing but. This game is absolute genius. It is. Um, it's funny because, like, when the game was described, it sounded a bit like a roguelike to me, which I'm really just not a huge fan of roguelikes. Although, super got into and ended up clearing at least once um, Hades, which sort of like um, maybe maybe I, I didn't like those roguelikes. I, maybe if it's done really exceptionally well, game so of the year. So you don't level, like roguelikes, but you great. like roguelikes. I like, <laughs> but yeah. I, Roguelike likes. I anyway. So um, this game, because uh, Death Loop, you're looping, you're doing things over again. Has uh, it sounded like a roguelike to me? It's not. And one of the things that like sort of defines a roguelike is there's sort of like uh, you know randomness. So every time you start over again, everything's different. This is much more like like Hitman in a way where it's like these like beautiful like clockwork puzzles. Like this person is going to be in this place at this time. Right. Every time. Um, but unlike Hitman, it's not like a situation where, oh, I figured out, figured out this puzzle. I can now finish this level and escape safely in you know 45 seconds or something like that. It's really, you're sort of unteasing. It's like, okay, this person is going to be in this place at this time. Great. I, I found that out. I'm going to be able to go to them. Uh, oh, well, this door is locked. Well, how am I going to open that lock? Well, it turns out in the morning every day, uh, whatever. I'm just, that that door happens to be open or you can escape into it. And I'm like, well, but it's the afternoon now. I'm going to be able to go on the next loop, figure out my way through this door. And then next afternoon, I'll be able to go through and take right. that person out. And so- It's like three-dimensional chess. <laughs> it is. And all of these things are happening and layering over each other at the same time. So it's like, well, I want to get to that person. If that person's only there in the morning and this person's in a different place in the morning, how am I going to be at two places at once? I've got to figure out how to, Maybe uh, maybe this is not the right time to take them out. Right. And so uh, it's just, I will say Arcane, I've loved, just absolutely loved the Dishonored games and, and you know, so their stealth mechanics. And There is like, some Dishonored you know, elements in this game, aren't there? For sure. Like yeah. there's a blink move. Uh, I forget what it's called. There's a move where you tie people together. So the way I've been playing, I found like a, a very good Watch silenced spoilers. Um, handgun. And you can, using one so of you're playing your it like powers- <laughs> Well, <laughs> but what I do is I use a very Dishonored-esque move called Nexus where you can connect multiple people. So I come in through a door and I see there's three people here. I connect them all together and then I just take a shot at someone that's stationary. Boom, they all fall down. And what's really cool is, well, you can tie that to a boss and you might be able to beat a boss that way. There was one who was very hard to hit. And then I was like, wait a second, that person's just standing there. Bang, knocked him on the head. Boss is gone. I've got their power now. Um, so it's just, it's the, I think what's amazing about arcane is that they, there's never just one way to do it. There was, you know, if anything seems like that doesn't seem like a good way to do it, there's usually a back door or an underground yeah. tunnel, or you can hack something or, oh, I can kick in a grate and I can sneak into this building. It's a puzzle. You got to figure it I out. Come back at a different time of day. And so there's so many different things and yet it's organized in such a way that it's not confusing. Right. So it's, it's not the type of thing where. Oh, if only I'd known this, I could have beaten this like in one turn. It's more like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a journey and you get more and more confident and more and more comfortable as you go through it. And I feel like, and I, and I forget who had written this. It might've been, t uh, Tamor, uh, Hussein who writes for, uh, GameSpot. And he said something to the effect of 
the game is sort of positioned as, oh, you're trapped in this world with these, you know, the all these enemies. But you get to a point where you feel like, no, nah, they're trapped in this world with me. And it's right. not going to work out very well for them. And that's just an amazing, empowering feeling. The voice acting is amazing. Uh, and so when you you add all these things together, it's just a, it's just a really exceptional game that um, is going to find itself also on end of year lists, I think, along with Psychonauts and along with the Artful Escape. We're having a, having a heck of a August, September, I would say. Yeah, so it's available now on Windows and, of course, PlayStation 5. Jeff's playing it. I'm playing it. Rebecca, you haven't had a chance to play it. You might want to check that out if you've got a uh, PC because it's it's pretty it's pretty man. I mean, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the oh my lord, nine out of ten, ten out of ten, five out of five. I mean, it's 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 cleaning up right now. So that's so it's quite the, quite the game to play. Yes, yeah, very much so. And until Lost Judgment, which comes out next week, and then I go for you, Yakuza. So Again, that's just speaking of this weekend. Um, we'll miss you. Speaking of this weekend, it's. I mean, I know we're posting the show on Friday, but this weekend we've got a lot going on in the Halo universe, don't we, Jeff? You've got that information there, don't you? Uh, yeah, actually. So uh, you probably saw. I want to say it was last week. Uh, so every month, Halo Waypoint, the community team has been putting together these incredibly detailed. Uh, posts about different elements of of Halo Infinite, and their September one dropped um, just uh, last week, and it is I mean it's a scroller like there's a lot there, but you do they get into these the sort of dual weekend uh, uh, test preview that they're going to be doing uh, coming up both this weekend and next weekend and be yep. testing out different things at that time. Um, if you haven't received an email, there's nothing we can do to help you at this point. You need <laughs> to be late. registered as a Halo yeah. Infinite Insider um, by, I think it was September 13th. I got my mail that said I'm in. I, I hope you all did. Yeah, got it this week. Yep. Perfect. So I will hope, hopefully see you this weekend, but they're going to be testing out uh, a number of different things. Social arena, uh, which was matchmaking with other people. We saw just a tiny bit of that in the last uh, tech technical preview. Um Bot Arena, which we saw last time, big team battle, and that'll be on the weekend of uh, September 30th um, with three different modes, which is very cool. More training mode, weapon drills, like really just like a huge chunk of what's there, Um, and the battle pass, everything else, and even some stuff on uh, Halo Waypoint, some upgrades that are coming there, like sort of the web experience, because, I mean, if you're, that's just part of it, like you're playing and we're not playing, you're thinking about playing and you're like at work or something, let me just bring up Waypoint. Let me just check my stats and compare with my friends and do things like that. So uh, the first weekend, this coming weekend, around the time you're hearing this, they'll be testing out Arena, big team battle and Arena next week. Uh, a ton of stuff. Head over halowaypoint.com uh, and you can you can check that out. It's called Inside Infinite, the September one. Uh, tons of details. If you just want the October details one. on the beta, you'll want to, uh, you just want to scroll down. So, um, really, really cool stuff. And also log in, sign up and you'll look for your inbox there and you can check and see if, uh, you've gotten that invitation. I feel bad, Jeff. I put you on the spot because normally we do news after the interviews, but I kind of jammed it. <laughs> Larry, sorry. I'm always ready. I'm always ready. You I'm say sorry. the word news and, and we're there. But, uh, you yeah, want to keep just, doing it or do you, what, what do you want to do? You want to do the interviews? Well, I mean, let's, can we just talk a little bit about the interviews we have this week? We've got two interviews. Uh, Jason Beaumont, who's a good friend of the show. He's uh, works on the Xbox experience team. He's director over there. And his team is responsible for a lot of anything that says Xbox on like your PC and your mobile phone. Of course, you know, the UI, the user interface on the console. We're going to talk to him about game streaming and how you can stream console mm-hmm. games onto your PC. You're going to learn about that. And then. And then Jeffrey, Rebecca, what I'm so excited. I had the chance to interview Giancarlo Esposito, who you probably may not recognize the name. You may not, but you definitely. Name's familiar. If you you watch The Mandalorian, you're going to recognize him. If you watched Breaking Bad, okay. Chickens. That's right. Yes. Or Polo Loco. So (laughs) going to recognize him. Uh, That's free. he yes. is a he is a prolific actor, and he is uh, he has a major role in Far Cry Six. Have to imagine he's the good guy. Yeah. I mean, just you <laughs> yeah. know, based on 
his track his, record. His oeuvre. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, so so I'll, I had a chance to chat with him, and I'm just it was just a lovely, lovely time. He just wanted to keep going, so we just kept talking about gaming, and so we'll talk about that later on. So it's been a been a good oh, week. That's um, exciting. Yeah, I'm. V- it's very exciting to to do that. But before we get to those interviews, I want to kind of I don't like doing this, but I'm going to do it because it's it's big. I, I'm teasing next week. You know who I'm going to interview next week, Jeff and Rebecca? I don't. I'm going to interview the man behind such items as the Surface Duo 2, and that is Panos Panay is going to join us on the show. He's in charge of Surface and Windows. He's going to come in and tell us about the great new devices and then the Windows experience. So we're going to, that's going to be next week. But if, this week, did, if he brings like a sample laptop, that would be really great. <laughs> the new Studio One, because I I want it. It looks yeah, really cool. We're going to talk about that. So anyway, but let's let that's next week. I'm getting way ahead of myself. Do you want to? Do you want to bring us into the interviews, Jeff? Yeah, sure. Sure, I can do that. So as we <laughs> talked about, Jason Beaumont, the director, I'm off-centered. Let me just... Uh, there we go. Hey, there's you. my closet door. It's something on the floor. But Jason Beaumont, the director of uh, Game Experience, is going to be talking about, as you had mentioned, uh, game streaming uh, coming to PC and also El Presidente... Gus Fring. I really hope uh, you ended up talking about, uh, you know, I, you know, football is life. Danny Rojas, uh, maybe not the same one in Far Cry 6, but I'm hoping there's a connection there. So Giancarlo Esposito, I cannot wait to watch this. This is going to be a good one. Let's see it. I'm very excited today to be joined by Jason Beaumont, who is the director of Xbox Experiences. Jason, it's great to see you. It's great to be here. We've been trying to do this for a while, so I'm excited that we're doing it. Well, the funny thing is, you know, I, I as somebody who's been at Xbox for a long time, and you have as well, you're one of my, I, I have to tell you, and I'm not just, you know, blowing smoke. I love talking to you because you are so close to the product. Tell me a little bit about what your team does or tell the audience what they do. Yeah, absolutely. So my team uh, is the Xbox Experiences team. And so most of the pixels that you see, um, you know, the user interfaces that you see, those are things that my team makes. Yeah. So it's the console user experience, the Xbox app on PC, the Game Pass app on mobile. And then we also do all the services that kind of back up those experiences and make them happen. Now, you just – so let me just point it out is that, you know, when people yeah. are have a, have a suggestion because I love the gaming audience because they're, they're, there's no shortage of great ideas and suggestions. Uh, your team is the one that kind of looks through social. You know, I send you guys uh, game, you know, ideas right. all the time and, and file bugs. And your team is the team that really looks at it and prioritizes and makes things happen. So it's uh, you're, yeah, you're the- we do we do all of that. And and my team also owns Game Pass. So that means we're not only getting suggestions about the user experience, but about like what games should be where and stuff like that. So now, let's be clear, it's a lot of you, fun. Your team doesn't work on the deals to get things in Game Pass. No, you, you no, we build work on the, the <laughs> you build the exactly infrastructure right. for the games to plug in. The things that help you discover the games, et cetera. That's but, right. And, and that's why you're here today, because we're going to talk about a, a feature that we recently shipped, game streaming. Tell us a little bit about that, because people have heard, they've heard xCloud, they've heard streaming, they've heard game streaming. Tell us what, what you know, about this product. Yeah, absolutely. So the, you know, the mission, really, when we kind of click back all the way and think about what we're trying to do in Xbox, is that you should be able to play the games you want on the devices you want with the friends that you want. Yep. And w- the cool thing about cloud streaming and the whole Project X Cloud and all that stuff is that it basically can turn any surface into a place where you can play games. Right. And uh, so one of the things that we started working on was, okay, we have uh, cloud streaming in the browser on PC, but we've got a lot of people that use the Xbox app on PC, either for Game Pass or for doing Xbox Live Social or using our store. And so we wanted to put cloud streaming directly in there. And cloud streaming to us is not just uh, streaming uh, Game Pass games, uh, if you're an Xbox uh, Game Pass Ultimate member, but it's also remotely playing the games that are on your console. Yep. So if you have a console in your living room and a PC in your den, um, you can now use the Xbox app on PC to remotely play the games um, from that living room console. And let's take a look at it, because I actually, this is this is, again... Jason, you've been in software a long time. Anybody that's in software knows that a live demo could 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 go any yeah. which way. But we're hoping <laughs> it's right. going to go great today. But so yeah. this is actually right here. We are looking at the Game Pass app on my Windows or the the, the, the Xbox app on my Windows 10 yeah. PC, right? 
That's right. And and what you did here was you, uh, from the Game Pass tab, you clicked into this uh, cloud gaming call to action. There's a few other places in the app you could get to this. But yeah, if you click on this, you'll see all of those games. And what I like about this is right at the top, we let you know, hey, here's what you need. You need your controller connected. These are yep. console games. Yep. And we test to make sure your network is okay. Um, and then that jump back in. What's fun about that is that list is the same whether you're on uh, cloud streaming on a mobile phone, cloud streaming via a browser. Um, so that kind of continuity of you've been playing Psychonauts 2, you can kind of play it wherever you are and get right back into the game. That's actually really cool here because, you know, it's certainly Psychonauts is available on console. And mm -hmm. it's great to see. In fact, if you go, in fact, let me switch this over. This is actually my Xbox Series S right here. You can see, you know, there Psychonauts you is right there. And I go over here. Yep. But but the fun part about this is, again, this is my PC. I can stream games directly uh, from the data centers. You know, I don't even have to have a console. So I could do this on a laptop if I was somewhere else, right? You absolutely, you could do this on kind of the lowest powered laptop that you have like laying around. And now you can play, you know, games that are streamed from um, our, you know, high end consoles that are racked up in uh, to the data centers. And one of the things that's cool about that is that means you could play some games that aren't even available on high end gaming PCs. Uh, MLB The Show is an example. That game's not out on PC. Here you go. Um, but here you can play it streamed uh, via. Um, uh, Series X consoles uh, racked up in data centers and have fun on any PC that you own. So let me, be, so yeah, this is people are melting down right now. So this is on my PC. I can click yep. this button right here and it will actually, and I told you I wasn't going to do this, but I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> right. but, so now this is the live demo part where we, where we cross our fingers. Right? <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I'm launching the game right now and I can, I can go in there and it's actually going to go through and I've played MLB the show and I see it's taking too long to sing. This is, this is what happens, <laughs> right? This is, this right. is exactly right. what happens. These so. are, these are your, well, you know, actually this is an interesting one because this is, this is your cloud save syncing. Like right. This is the other cool thing about about uh, uh, cloud gaming, right. is that in these games you're playing, it's using the same save files that are up on your console in the living room or that are you know on your phone. So that progression, you're getting it wherever you go. Right. So it's I got to turn this down now. Hold on a minute here. So let me kill this. <laughs> um, so this, yeah, this is. Let me uh, let's go back here and quit. Hold on a minute. There we go. I'm just getting too excited about this about this game. So it's it's it really allows you to take these games that are that are again as you said not available on PC and stream them from our cloud rack. That's that's impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, no, it's it's fun. And like and uh, like I said, like just give it a try on some old laptop that you have. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, this thing can now play hundreds of games. It's a gaming PC now." The other thing that it can do, and I'll go back to my, I'll go back to my desktop here because I exited the game, and uh, is you can actually, and you mentioned this a moment ago, you can actually stream from your consoles elsewhere in your in your home network here, right? Yeah. So That's tell right. us, tell That's us a little right. bit about that. Yeah, so this is a feature that um, we had for um, uh, the Xbox One series of consoles. And so now we've made it available for the Series X and Series S. And um, so it's available here inside of um, the Xbox app. Um, and you can basically remotely play um, on the console. So if you have a console in another room, you can get right to it and play. And that would be there's a little icon that usually appears right up here. I don't have it in this build right here. <laughs> That's there. right. I'm Let's not sure. Live demo. For you. Um, I'm but not sure why that disappeared. That's a weird one. <laughs> I'll file a bug. But but you'll see it. You can drop down and you're streaming directly from your your console. Again, that could be I've got one right over here, a little bit off camera, yeah, or you know, if I've right. got one in the other room or upstairs or wherever it is. Um and, and then it just it just kind of extends that experience. Now I want to point something out very important is that for for game streaming, like we the first ex, uh, kind of experience I showed you, where you're streaming from our data centers, that requires Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, right? It does. It does. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So for our Ultimate members, now if you want to stream it in your house, anybody can do that, right? That's right. That's exactly right. So that doesn't require a subscription, uh, and so that is something that is just part of the Series X, Series S, and the Xbox One platforms. Yeah. When you, when you look forward, I mean, your team is working on. Uh, we talked a little bit before we recorded here some stuff that we can't talk about yet, gang. So I'll have to mm -hmm. have Jason back on in the future. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
But, you know, you guys are looking at interesting ways of bringing streaming everywhere, you know, game streaming. And and we've kind of, we announced, one of the things we did announce recently was the ability to stream games to your console. And yeah. that's that's kind of a, that, and that's, we'll talk about that again, but that's currently in beta, right? It is, it is. That's uh, that's moving through our various kind of both internal insider rings and then soon out into the Xbox insider rings. And what's fun about that feature is at first it's kind of like, whatever, I can play console games on my console. Um, but it's the removing of that barrier of having to download them before you try them that really creates a little bit of magic. And what's fun there, I think, especially for Game Pass members, is you go in and you look at like all the new releases in Game Pass. And you're like, okay, we released five games this week. Let me go just sample every single one of them, and then I'm going to pick the ones I'm going to download. That's the pattern that I found myself falling into with this feature. Yeah, and that's 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 right. And again, I, I I'm not going to show it here because I don't have a console that in here that has has the that is in that right ring. But some some folks are, and it'll be rolling out mm-hmm. wider certainly in the coming months. Yeah, but that's but right. it's it's great to be able to kind of go through the Game Pass catalog, look at things, and start streaming it and then you know while you're playing it of course it saves your game so if you install it later it's just going to pick up your save and keep going and and so on and so forth but it's also great because as you're playing it you also get a little pop-up hey do you want to install this so it's like one button and you're like you're like yes i do and then you just keep playing so it's 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 a lot of fun that's right Yeah. yeah no yeah we've we've really enjoyed it it's it's one of those ones where you know, you a lot of times when you make these features, you um, you write about what they should do. You create what are called comps, which are visuals about what the user experience should look like. But it isn't really until you get your hands on a controller and are using it until you really right. understand kind of what's magical about it. And that was the thing that was exactly magical about this one was just like, I'm just going to try every Game Pass game now. And right. just, you know, and so now, like, weirdly enough, my hard drive is actually filling up more because right. I'm trying even more games than before. So. Right. I, by the way, I, I while while I, you were on full screen there, I quit. I quit the app and I came up, and you can see this is for ga- getting back to game streaming. These are all the games, uh, the consoles I have on my network here, and I could be able to stream directly from these. This is what we were talking about earlier. So it showed up. That's Jason. right. I don't that's know right. why. And you see, that's right. Well, and you see your status is there. One of them is updating. One of them is in standby. So. So yeah, so just making that available to customers wherever they are—that's a, a big part of the mission of Xbox. Yeah, and I think you know you you and I you talk to Phil all the time. I talk to Phil. In fact, Phil, I don't know if you know this. Phil and I were doing some of the game streaming stuff, uh, playing a couple of games. We were filing a bunch of bugs. I don't know if you saw that bug report. <laughs> oh, I, I got the email on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was—it's great because you know Phil talks about when when everybody plays, we all win, and and that's what this is about. This is about bringing Xbox games and great gaming experiences whether you're on um you know a surface duo whether you are on your ipad whether you're on your pc wherever you are we want you to be able to play games how you like them right yeah absolutely and one of the things that's cool about this feature for example is let's say you're primarily a pc gamer and you've never really experienced much about what the xbox console is about you get Game Pass Ultimate, and all of a sudden, hundreds of the games that are available on um, on Game Pass on console are now available for you to play on your PC. Right. And then from there, you can be like, well, that's exciting. Maybe I'll get a console for this room, or maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just stream them. But yeah. you know, the more that we can kind of make the experience of playing games that are on the platform with friends that are on the platform uh, available to you, um, I think the better off we all are. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. I'm, I'm looking forward. We've got a lot of cool stuff planned. I know your team is working on some really, really fun stuff for the future that we can't talk about yet. But, you know, yeah. that's the beauty of software and what your team does. And people have seen it that have been on the Xbox, you know, in the Xbox ecosystem for many years, is that we're always improving. We're always adding features. We're always refining. And that's what your team is doing. In fact, I mean, that's really that room behind you is where you make the UI, right? No, that's that's not what it is. You handcraft the UI. <laughs> that's right. The user that's interface. That's exactly right. It's all done back there. Yeah, no, exactly. No, that's, that's, that's a little art studio. But anyway, Jason Beaumont, really appreciate your time today. It's great to chat Absolutely. with you. And it's really, really fun to learn about the various ways we can stream games wherever we are. Uh, so thank yeah. you, thank you to your team for that, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys have playing in the future. Can I have you up back on again soon? And, yeah, anytime you want. I always like it. All right, thanks, Jason. All right, see you, Larry. Giancarlo, it is absolute delight to chat with you today. I'm a big fan, and and I'm a big fan of you, and a big fan of Far Cry. So this is like, I got to tell you, this is making my day slash week. Thanks for joining us. 
It's my pleasure to be here. I, you know, as somebody who's followed your career for quite some time, I mean, I, 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 you know, even I do remember you on Sesame Street um, back in the day. <laughs> but you know, you are you're one of those uh, those actors that we've seen everywhere, and now you're coming into this amazing. Uh, this amazing universe of Far Cry. Um, th- tell us what it was like preparing for your role in, in Far Cry 6. I have to say I was really intrigued when they asked me to join them for a meeting and talk about this particular project. Didn't know much about it, but I was intrigued by the story. You know, a um, dictator of a very small island who um, really wants the best for his people, uh, but also has to take advantage of some of those people to to be his minions, to be able to cultivate his natural resources. But underlying feeling of it, um, the the tie between he and his son, who he wants to uh, groom to be the next leader um, with all the useful enthusiasm that he has, but trying to portray and allow him to know the history of the island and the history of those who might try to overtake him. And uh, we're dropped into the story in the middle of this revolution. So for me, it was this really incredible story that um, depicted a man who had a lot of pride um, and also wanted to empower his people, but yet, um, you know, certainly had to abuse some people to get where he uh, is today. So a very, um, very uh, ancient story in, in the retelling, uh, but so magnificent in the world that we're living in in Far Cry. As somebody who has worked, as I said earlier, in television, film, you got your start on Broadway. I mean, they're all very different mediums, and now you're you're in the you know the video game medium. What is what is some of the preparation like for you to prepare for this role? Because it's 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 it in some ways it's similar to what you've done in the past, but in some ways it's it's vastly different. Well, for me, um, it, it, it in anything I do, it comes from the word, and Navid uh, Kavari who wrote this piece was very particular about how he drew um, from not only from the world's events and from the humanity that he felt should be embodied in the story so that we get a chance to understand who Anton Castillo really is. And so it comes from the words. And and when I realized I'd be in a green screen suit, all buttoned up with uh, a, a, a camera, a helmet camera with a light on it, that almost blinds you. Yeah, we've got that. Um, we've got that right here to show you. <laughs> I, oh wow! This is great, great memories. It allowed me to realize that my imagination had to soar, and that I had to create all of what I see in my eyes. And in that reflection, you would see exactly what's going on. And so, um, all of those challenges I had to get around. But it reminded me of the theater, and so I felt quite at home because we were doing something in a way that was theatrical and you take some of the steam out of it and make it personal and less trying to reach the last row, but the relationship is still uh, a very theater-oriented relationship for me. And so couple all those things with um, understanding the whole and complete story and really being committed as an actor it re-enthused me in so many different ways because that's what the theater is all about. Yeah, I mean, you're making you're you're really. I, I'm really excited. I haven't had a chance to play the entire game yet, but you know, your your character is <clears throat> is so uh, diabolical in some ways. He's you know he's so, he's so rich, but being able to 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 interact with you as a character, not only as a voice, but also you know having your body scanned in there, that's got to be exciting for you to have this 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 version of you digital. Is that the first time that's ever happened? <laughs> It is. I, I had done some preparation with West Ball for a film that he was trying to do called Mouse Guard that never got done. It got lost in the shovel when a studio changed hands. And so I had a couple of days on that, and I kept thinking, wow, I never got a chance to see a final product because there wasn't one. Right. And, and in seeing Anton for the first time, I went, wow, he's lean. He's a little taller than I am and lean. <laughs> you can you can really – he's stretched out. I started to feel like, wow – This is a great world to be in because all the things that we see as our imperfections when we look in the mirror can be smoothed over. And for an actor, that's kind of a wonderful thing. Some actors think when you're in this world, this world, they can make you digitally and they won't need actors anymore. I was so in wonder and fascination with 
the the way you can create this in as a template of me and have me look even better that I'm all in. I was excited, but also to explore the emotions of family, the emotions of what it takes to be a dictator who's losing control, someone who was in power then becomes vulnerable and has to start to pay attention to where his family member, his son is at. Will he want to take my place? Will he do it differently? Will he continue the legacy? All these questions about life that are so explored within the scriptural elements of this piece were fascinating to me as well. When you know, when you were preparing for this, did you, you know, did you think back to when you were growing up? Did you play video games when you were younger? Did you even have time? <laughs> you know, I, I, I played a, a bit. I remember I was just thinking and and talking through my day of interviews about the early claymation right. and how you know, how clunky that was. Um, the early Pac-Man games, the Super Mario, which I was, I really loved and was addicted to for about six months before I went, this is not your life. If this is your <laughs> life, you're never going to do, you're never going to achieve your goals. Right. Right? Right. right. So this is one game where you can sit on the couch and expect to be entertained, but really the expectation is to be engaged because of your involvement. And that's what's different about this particular experience, because you make choices as the first shooter to challenge the powers that be, in this case, Anton Castillo, and move through many different routes of which you choose to get to this capital in Yara, Esperanza, to be able to bring people together as that galvanizing leader of the revolution. This is a different animal completely. Yeah. Like you have a say in how it turns out and it can turn out in many different ways. And so it's a wonderful part of it because in a way it relates to our world as it should be, you know, in a way it's crossing gender lines in its choices as well. You can make that choice. It's inclusive, not exclusive. And it, it even though Anton's world is exclusive to him, you have the ability to not only intellectually and physically challenge him, but to make decisions that will change um, your life within the game. You know, one of the things I noticed when I was looking at some of the, and we have some of the the video here, is that you know, be put create recreating you digitally and you working in the studio to really get an understanding of the character is a little bit different than working on films and television, is it? Or is it? I don't know. I mean, you're the expert. <laughs> no, it is different. Uh, there's Navid. It, it's completely different because you, firstly, I, I was a little stunned how I looked and how they were able to manipulate the imagery and how, what it took and how many artists it took to do that. Uh, and I had to really start to think that this depiction of Anton even though it is me, it is still a compilation of what is important to the story. The journey he takes from young to old, the history that he talks about, uh, that he tries to explain to his son of where he came from and why his experience has been what it is. It's different than film because you're created. And so to understand that and see the whole to totality of the vision was marvelous to me. To be included in that is sort of like being an assistant editor in some ways. Yeah. Um, and and I, I enjoy film. I've made two films as a director. I don't know how your brain, where your brain has to be to do what we've done here. Those are bigger minds than mine in a creative world that I want to know about and yeah. I'm fascinated by. And there's so many different possibilities. And this will, will accelerate um, our understanding of how we make film and television. It'll, it'll accelerate it greatly and give so many more choices uh, to our audience who um, will then be in the driver's seat in a certain way. And yeah. that's a wonderful thing. You know, you, you, you're known for such amazing roles, like from Breaking Bad and, of course, The Mandalorian, and in some way, some ways, villain. And I don't, want, I don't want to typecast you, but you know, but this this Far Cry series, and I've played the Far Cry series since the very beginning, and I know you you haven't, you probably did your research, of course, but this this series is 
perfect for you because in all the Far Cry series, we've had this protagonist who is, uh, you know, or this antagonist in this case, uh, you know, this 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 individual, and you are you are your characters that you bring in the past and and what you're going to bring with this is so perfect. I am so excited to see what you're going to do in this because you've got this great way of presenting yourself and 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 just sucking us into the story. That that's got to be really great to see this entire video game surrounding your character. It, it really is wonderful uh, to me because I think that you're going to see more than you bargained for. You know, it, it's it's a little bit more expansive than uh, the tunnel that sometimes you see in, in television shows or film where the, the antagonist is um, evil and you see that part of him and he has to be scary and he has to excite you as well and be intelligent and graceful. And sometimes it's the things that I don't say. With this character, you see the experience of a parent, right. and you see the experience of a, a, a father to his fatherland, right? So he, he's the leader of, 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 of this land and wants to be respected as so, but you also um, get a chance to see a vulnerable human being who's faced with life-changing decisions, not only in the world that he um the vision he has for his people and his land politically and religiously and um, laboriously, but you also see his challenges with his own self. And so um, I don't want to spoil it and I won't, but you get a full rounded picture of a human being in turmoil trying to find a way out. Right. And this is one of the things that I love about this game, parent, leader, um, defeated in certain ways that this is happening in sense that someone would not understand his vision, even though he has um, taken people into indentured servitude who um, need to be able to cultivate the natural resources that are going to create the country and make it strong. So in a way he has this nationalistic view that it's all for you, but in another way he's in a, a very, very traumatic predicament that he has to explain himself, his politics, his morality, um, all of that is so complete and full. Um, I, I, I so love that you said I'm the perfect person for this because I have a big vision about any character or any part that I'm in. What intrigued me the most when I watched this wasn't particularly Anton. It was yeah. Danny. Yeah. I was just like, wow, the ideals behind um, Danny, his or her vision were fascinating to me because they were almost in line with Anton's when he was young and altruistic and vulnerable before he became this powerful dictator who had to say, it's my way or the highway. Right. Right. And Danny, of course, is who you play when you're when you're in the game and, and you can choose how to, you know, when, when you're playing your character in Far Cry 6. Uh, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about, you know, we talked a lot about the the, the his, your history of, of acting, but you've gotten this exposure to this all this brand new audience that plays video games and watch Star Wars. You know, you're of course in The Mandalorian. Your amazing work in The Mandalorian. What's that like to have this this younger audience now with with science fiction and video games? That's got to be real exciting for you as well. It's really exciting. You know, I think I was kind of teed up for this because, you know, after Breaking Bad and then following that up with Better Call Saul, just <laughs> completed my part of the sixth season, I realized that, and I have four daughters who are between the ages of 17 to 25 who basically um, expressed to me that their friends think I'm just the coolest thing since Wonder Bread. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, I'm teed up. Because I realized with Breaking Bad, the young people who really loved and admired that, who tell their parents to watch it, are really cool and hit folks. And they have their finger on the pulse. So to join this world right after that, um, it makes me feel in a way like a superhero of a human being. Because I always wanted to be part of a world that was somehow above ours or beyond ours. And so many times in film and television, we're telling a real life story about a place or a person or a relationship or interaction that is, you know, you can almost taste and feel it as being normal. And now I've, I've joined this world, which in a way is a heightened reality and the world of the Mandalorian, that whole Star Wars universe. I'm, I'm so tickled that I could play real human beings within a world that somewhat sometimes borders on fantasy of what, we might think we want the world to be. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm completely 
enthused and excited to be exposed to um, this, exposing myself to this world of young people who I think are so much hipper and cooler than I am. If they think I'm hip and cool, man, I'm winning the game right now. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you certainly are. I mean, I, I actually, you know, I, I came to Breaking Bad late, um, and I, I kind of binged it and watched the whole thing, and I'll never forget it because, it, you know, when your character came on screen, I got giddy because you, you, you brought so much. And I was like, what's he going to do next, and where's he going to go? So when I saw you in The Mandalorian and some of your other projects, I was excited. So then when you came to Farker, I was like, this is unbelievable, and being able to chat with you about it. And, and I you remind me, I get giddy when you're on screen, kind of like with another good friend, good character actor I like, Christoph Waltz, which I love the way he is. And that's what you remind me of, because you, you have such intensity. And to see that and being able to play across from that now in Far Cry 6, I mean, this is this is just, you're, it's a gift this holiday season, really. Oh, well, thank you so much. I'm so honored that you would draw that comparison. Christoph is absolutely a fascinating and wonderful actor who you can't take your eyes off of. But he's also someone, I believe, that does the historical homework that's necessary to be able to build the layers. For me, Anton Castillo was building layers of... Yeah not only of um, ideas, but also of, of humanity, of pain, of vulnerability. All those layers are in there somewhere. And so that's why I equate it to theater for me, because when you come on stage full, something's happening that people want to see. And, and I also, something's happening that I want to feel. And so for me as an actor, um, I was told once by an acting teacher years ago that acting was a way of healing your personality. It's also a way of experiencing your personality. Right. And so for me, the words are most important, but drawing those words and connecting them to character and to reasons that fulfill an obligation, of, of that fulfill um, a need or necessity are, are extremely fulfilling for me. We, we talked, and, and I know you need to go, so I just got a couple more questions here. But we we talked a little bit about you know the the what goes into creating a video game in terms of from yourself as an actor and as a talent. The were you surprised at all the different parts of it? Like we've got you know we've got mo capture. You know we we showed some of that video earlier. You've got to you know we've got to go in and scan your face. We've got to go into the studio a few times, and you must be it must be kind of I, I don't know. I haven't seen the script, but I've seen scripts of video games. They can they can be daunting, right? Because it's not just 120 pages like a movie, right? It's very different, isn't it? It's very different. It can be an arduous process, and and early on, I had to let myself forget about the physicality and the the technical elements that were between me and my audience, uh, and and the idea that things are put there and created that aren't really real, but that is a boat or a car or a desk or a record player. All of those things really extended my imagination and they allowed me to learn. And I, I have to say, if I, if I wasn't so inquisitive and such a, 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 a you know, a, 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 a kid in, in so many ways, uh, it, it, it would have been much more difficult because I was excited by learning about the process. How do you act through this? How do you integrate? How do you, figure out, I mean, you saw the scene there with the cameras behind me and in front of me and what's on my face is a camera, get the connective human tissue of it all. And for me, I love a Rubik's cube. I love a jigsaw puzzle. It's exciting to finally put that last piece in and know that you got it right. And, um, and it's all fun in an experiment creatively uh, in a room that is basically a playpen but you're doing very arduous and very difficult, different kind of work. But in the end, um, I learned a new skill. Yeah. And that to me is like, I get so excited by that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be amazing. I, I know I need to let you go. Far Cry 6, you play El Presidente, Anton Castillo, Giancarlo Esposito. Really appreciate your time today. Far Cry 6 is going to be, uh, is coming out next month. It's going to be out October 7th. I'm very excited about that. I can't thank you enough, Giancarlo, as, as, as a fan of both video games and as you uh, for your time today. So thanks again and congratulations. Oh, such a pleasure to be with you today. And I, I appreciate your audience and, and your great, very astute questions in this new world that I've just joined that you've been in for a while. So take it home. You're going to love it. Uh, I know I'm going to love it because I'm going to start playing a little bit more and get more, get better at it. And 
But I, I love this world. I love Far Cry Chris because I'm so happy to be with you. Thank you. Thank you to our interview guests, Jason and Giancarlo. Far Cry 6 is coming out October 7th. Mm. Uh, very exciting stuff, but we have a lot of other news aside from the Halo uh, multiplayer technical preview again this weekend. Yeah, we talked, uh, we talked so about Jeff, that do you want to tell us? before the interviews. Jeff's got some news. And then, you, and then, Rebecca, you've got some Minecraft news, right? I do. All right, Jeff. Why, why don't we start you- there? Want to All right. If we're if we're gonna just keep going along here, it's all yours, Rebecca. Go ahead. Okay. Sure. So this week we had Minecraft Dungeons release on Steam, and this is actually the first Minecraft game that has ever released on Steam. Uh, we have the base game, and then also the Ultimate Edition for I think thirty nine ninety nine. Um, the Ultimate Edition comes with all six DLCs that are released over the last year and a half, plus a bunch of digital content and uh, special content just for Steam. Um, and the good news is that if you've already been playing Minecraft Dungeons on a different platform, we have cloud saves and cross-play enabled. So you can still carry over your progress from other platforms and play with friends on other platforms as well. So good stuff. I recommend folks check it out. Let us know what you think. And it's available now. I mean, you just said it's on Steam, but it's been available on Xbox and a bunch of other uh, platforms as well, right? Yeah, Xbox, uh, Windows PC, PlayStation, Nintendo Switch. Um, yeah, that's I've mostly been playing it on Switch. Uh, well, because now, you've been so. traveling. Yeah. So there you it's go. such mm-hmm. a good it's such a good game for Switch. Like Switch is such an amazing platform really for when you're traveling or just sitting on the sofa. I, I love Dungeons, and Dungeons is one of those things that if you're playing it on a lower level, you can have it sort of going as you're watching something else, and it's cool. When you're playing on a higher level, it demands all of your attention. So, but, so it's kind of mindless yes. on the lower level. Is that what you're saying? I wouldn't have used a word like that. I think it's engaging, <laughs> but it's it, it requires less than a hundred percent of my focus. Unless okay. I'm playing on like, you know, a I higher understand. level on at which point. <sighs> Larry, yeah. Larry, we got to work on your messaging. Well, I just, I, it, no, I mean, I don't mean that in a negative way. It's kind of like, it's kind of like relaxing. There's certain things you can do that are relaxing, yes. right? Exactly. So I exactly. I, it, I play it a lot of times in on Switch in the way that I would play Animal Crossing, which right. is like, you know, it's just like a, it gives my, my hands something to do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Lovely. All right, Jeffrey, you got a uh, thank you for that, Rebecca. That's great to see. So if you're if you're if you got a if you want to check it out, go over to Steam and do cross play, save progression, et cetera, et cetera. Jeff, what else you got? Yeah, and just news wise, I just kind of wanted to talk about some releases. There's actually a lot of stuff coming out uh, this week and uh, into next week. Very excited about. So uh, World War Z Aftermath, yep. which is a, a co-op zombie shooter. Obviously, we're, of course, getting excited and getting ready for uh, Back for Blood, which is going to be coming out, uh, I want to say October 12th. So uh, a lot of stuff coming, but sometimes it's like, well, what am I going to play right now? That is one of the ones that uh, has definitely caught my eye. Um, also, Diablo 2 Resurrected, uh, our good friend uh, uh, Rod Ferguson uh, is, of course, like the the major domo of of diablo these days so uh of course wishing wishing him luck and i'm sure his team uh as that comes out diablo 2 somehow is like 20 years old but uh you know an all-time classic and uh and sable which is uh rebecca had mentioned earlier uh is out as part of xbox game pass uh arrives september 23rd i've gotten to test this one it's really cool game it's it's and it looks like it's entirely hand-drawn um and just like a very cool aesthetic and uh, an interesting story. So I, it's definitely one I want to spend a, a lot more time uh, getting into. Uh, Wait a and minute. Then, Wait a minute, yes, Jeffrey. Oh, please. What yes. do I spy? What do I spy on your head? Oh, why Why <laughs> this? This is the, uh, the Xbox. This is the uh, cousin to the Xbox wireless headset. This is uh, the Xbox. Well, look at it. It's right there. He's got it. Um, and this is the Xbox stereo headset. It works very much like the Xbox wireless headset, except that it's wired. And, um, you might say, oh, there's a wireless headset. Why would I want a wired one? Couple different things. One is the cost. It is less, uh, by a fair amount than the, the wireless headset Two, I found sometimes, uh, I don't know what something is synced to. The easiest thing is to just it's to just plug it in and you can plug it in. Of course, you can just plug it into your, your uh, Xbox wireless controller and uh, it'll work as you'd expect. It has a volume rocker here on the right side. The mute works a little bit differently. There's a switch that's underneath the mic. I have it off now because I'm using my Elgato Wave 3. Uh, but I actually have it plugged into the Elgato so that I can hear you guys talking right now. Yeah. So it's 
just as comfortable when it's on your head. It feels exactly the same as the wireless headset. Um, but again, there's just a lot of flexibility with using a wired headset. Sometimes, you know, of course, you don't have to charge it. Uh, works off a of fan of power, and so you can just plug it in your laptop. It just can be very convenient. And of course, so, all of our yep. controllers have the have the little uh, adapter right there. So this one right over on this side. So you can just plug it into this one, and you're good to go. So you're it'll yep. use the wire. It'll you know put, use the wireless connectivity of your of your controller for voice and game chat. So there you go. Yes. So that's the Xbox stereo headset. Uh, it impairs really well with lost judgment coming to Xbox September 24th. Thank you, Jeff. Good. I'm just like trying to plug, even within the show, I'm like ultra plugging anything yeah. from RGG studio. Um, but this is the first, um, well, obviously Yakuza like a dragon debuted on oh, Xbox. This Hold is the on. first judgment game to here debut. Okay, okay, fine. I'm done. I'm done. Take it back. <laughs> I'm going Take full it screen. Back. Are you sure? Okay. I'm just saying it's going to be an adventure. What's yep. Yagami going to get up to now? I hope he. I hope He's he moves still going. His He's still going. He his- <laughs> <laughs> just gotta wait for some dead dead space, and he'll keep going. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I understand. Look, I'll, I'll be quiet now. I, I appreciate. Look, I'm just going to tell you. I appreciate the passion. Do you though? <laughs> I do. I do. I do the same thing when it comes to you know other types of games and toilet seats and ice and what what is your what is your hobby, Rebecca? Let's tell. Let's talk a little bit about you. Oh, I don't know. We can keep talking about Jeff and Yakuza and. <laughs> okay. <That's, laughs> I don't want to. I don't want. I just want to. I didn't want to leave you out of the of the strange passion department. You know, like I say, we all have we all have our hobbies. Yes, Jeff. There is uh, no restaurant reviewer in history that has ever done a better job evangelizing restaurants than Rebecca's Instagram. Because oh. I, I, it's almost once a day. Like sometimes I'm like, I can't comment on this one because I've commented like four days in a row <laughs> on what you're eating. But I, I can't, I, I feel like I'm not living my life to the fullest because I'm like, how am I not eating this stuff? You know, like what, what did I have today? I had a turkey sandwich and you ate like <laughs> across the world of cuisine. Oh, wow. Look at you. Look at this. Yeah, that's fair. I, I I would say like eating, I just love eating in general, like all, like all eating. And like, yeah, I can make it look pretty, but in general, I just love the act of eating, um, eating, drinking. Uh, I do really enjoy like a good cocktail and different spirits, but, um, the things I geek out on, I mean, anyone who ever asks me like, Oh, like, should I watch an anime or like, do you have any good anime? I'm always like attack on Titan. I'm like, I love Attack on Titan. Right. Um, and then I guess like video game wise, probably Halo. I think I've spent the most time playing Halo than any other game. So um, yeah, those are the things I can geek out on a little bit. That's that's no, that's that's awesome. I'm sure that people in the comments below be nice people. Uh, we'll also have, have <laughs> well, everyone's nice. I think people sometimes are too nice. Yeah. Maybe maybe the issue. Yeah. Um, well, let's make sure we get some some Halo uh, technical preview in this weekend, if we can. I, I would yeah. love to play yeah. along with you. The difference sure. is, Larry, once we're done playing, uh, we'll be done. You know, we'll we'll eat our turkey sandwiches, and you'll go out to like you know a world renowned <laughs> Michelin star restaurant, and then I'll be like, "Well, you did that after we played." But yes, that's well, look, what'll happen. when you're in, when you're you're, you're fully yeah. embracing the Gotham City lifestyle, and I appreciate that. <laughs> Hey, someone's got to do it. Yeah, that's and Je- Jeff and I. Jeff and I will just longingly look from afar onto your Instagram. So, anyway. <laughs> <sighs> Jeffrey, I'm sorry, I cut you off do from the news a- to talk Yakuza. If anything, I cut myself off because I just saw because I had the date wrong somehow. It, I said it was the 27th. It was next week. It's this week, which means uh, I've got about 36 hours to finish Death Loop because that's when. And then another thirty six. I gotta hours, head off and to then a another thirty six hours because it's a loop. Well, yes, because it's a loop. If see, only see what I did. Uh, see, I, you should embrace the yes. loop. You, you think of all the time you've got. Although I've got, you, you know, you're your safe game. When you and I Probably started, when you, when you and I talked like last week, you and I went to lunch last week. We were talking about it, and you, you we were roughly the same spot. But you've certainly you've 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 catapulted ahead of where I am. Yeah, I'm probably like fifteen hours in or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I think I'm only and, like and exploring three. everything. So it's well, uh, it's worth you got so. catching up to do. And so do you, Rebecca. But this week, we're going to play some Halo. All right. Any other news? Because otherwise, I'm going to let you guys go so Rebecca can go to her her Michelin restaurant or Great Deli Why Jeff and I, you know, eat, eat something of lesser quality. <laughs> Out of a can, almost certainly. <laughs> uh, any other news? <laughs> 
Jeff? Oh, I, well, Larry, it's the Major Nelson show here. The news. <laughs> oh, it's you're, you're, but we're in the news section. I don't know if you know. No, I, uh, we're, I'm, I've closed out my, uh, my web browser. The news is uh, signing off. All right. Got well, if, if anyone does try out uh, Sable this weekend or the Halo multiplayer technical preview, we'd love to hear your experiences. Those are two things I'm going to be doing this weekend. So, um, yeah, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. That's how you find our Twitter and whatnot. So, all right, everybody, we got we to gotta work on some interviews for next week. I've got some interviews I'm lining up for you guys next week as well. So stay tuned because it's uh, – love- Do we get to talk to like an Emmy winner uh, or – Yeah. Or no? <laughs> You may. You never know. We're going to spin the wheel and never know who, who's going to show up on this show. So it's going to be... It's going Can to be we get Ted Lasso? Someone, someone from Ted Lasso? You know, Roy Kent? Hold on. We've got to go full screen on Jeff so we can do that do that shtick. Go ahead. Talk Ted Lasso. Go ahead. I mean, just congratulations <laughs> to Jason Sudeikis for uh, his whole staff. I mean, for be- I had a Waddingham one, even though her name is mispronounced by... Uh, well, anyway, we can, we can, we don't need to dwell on that. I'm just very happy that they won like best show because it's the best show. Rebecca, are you watching it? Neither. <laughs> so, sorry, Jeff. <laughs> sorry, Jeff. You're on your own, pal. It's fine. I don't need you. <laughs> Jeff. I'll take your word for let's it. Let's see. Uh, watch a TV show, Michelin star restaurant, watch a TV show, enjoy a great cocktail. Watch mm-hmm. it on your phone on the way to that restaurant. That's not, not the way hard. you want. I I can't. I'm, I can't be one of these people who's sitting somewhere, kind of watching on my phone. That just. I don't know. I want to be aware. It's a of theater myself. of the mind, Larry. Uh, that's know, radio. As as Radio's the theater of the mind. Okay, I didn't know what I was saying. It just sounded cool. <laughs> it did sound cool. All right, Rebecca. <laughs> thanks again for joining us. Welcome back to New York City. Good to have you back on the show and back in the city. Uh, Jeff, we'll talk to you next week. We'll talk to everybody next week. And uh, thanks, guys. Anything? Any final words before you roll? <laughs> Ted Lasso. No, thanks. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso and Yakuza. All right, gang. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye, everybody.